nope. And all you idiots who follow the Bible, it's like, yeah, <laughs> hundred years of peace hasn't happened yet. Nope. But you know, Trump's the second coming of Christ, so you know, good for us. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> He's the second coming of his mother. Ew. <laughs> week's episode of dance monkey dance i'm chris i'm john how you doing john how's the great white north oh the snow has begun to fall yeah you can go outside and make snow angels uh no oh nope party pooper i had a nice lobster dinner and i am in for the nice oh look at you living the fancy life chris that's me (laughs) vip all the way i mean was it was it good was it at least it was actually really good okay it's really good even though the place I got it was called the Lobster Burger Bar. Oh. Did you get a lobster burger? No, mm-hmm. I got lop, a crispy lobster and shrimp roll and some loaded lobster fries. <clears throat> so is lobster and, fries just like fries with lobster on it? Uh, With cheese curds, because I guess that's a big thing up here. <laughs> okay. And um, peppers and onions for some odd reason, but they were good. And french fries? Yep. That's weird. It's like a lobster poutine. Oh, okay. Because poutine is French fries with cheese curds and beef gravy. Yeah, yeah, with gravy on it. Yeah. Did this have gravy on with the lobster? No, it had the cheesy lobster sauce. Okay. I mean, as long as you enjoyed it, that's the important thing. Yep. You know, with the world coming to an end, you might as well enjoy whatever you're doing. Uh, That's it. That's (laughs) it. Uh, yeah, so I guess the big news this week is Worlds at War. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> We're sending thoughts and prayers to Ukraine and uh, not much else. Yeah, that's really weird. It's a, it's a weird thing that's going on because they're not really part of NATO. Nope, so they're not entitled to any of that support. Yep, so it's a, it's a really weird position to be in because people want to help, but, you know, they don't want to set that precedent, so... Well, and the thing is, it's like, well, if he takes Ukraine, then that's four more countries on his border that are part of NATO, and who says they're not next? Right. Right. So it's a it's a it's a weird time, man. Yeah. You know, fucking. And you know, I'll give it up to the Ukrainians, man. They are some some hard hitting oh motherfuckers, man. There's grannies throwing <laughs> Molotov cocktails that the beer factory has started to fabricate instead of producing beer. Yeah, yeah. There's there's that that report of the the island with the thirteen yes soldiers on it that the the Russian ship was basically like stand down. They were like fuck you, and now nobody's heard from them. Well, yeah, they assume all 13 are dead. Yeah, I mean, but but kudos to them. Like, yep. they're just like, we're, we're, we're not going to stand for this shit. And where's little baby Putin? He's locked in his bunker. Mm-hmm. Because he's scared. Well, and, and, you know, I'm wondering how many U.S. presidents would would stand their ground and not be taken to the bunker. and None of them. You know, not not a goddamn one of them, Democrat or Republican, no. not a damn one. No, none of them would be standing out in front of the Capitol with an AK-47 being like, well, fuck these people. This is our town. Nope. You know, they'd be they'd be calling the shots, calling in the military. But mm-hmm. let somebody else's kids die. Yeah. Not mine. Yeah. I mean, for for a dude. For a parallel of a of like a dude that became president that was on TV, and like did all that shit, this guy Zelensky is really showing what kind of like grit he's made out of. Oh yeah, because 
our dude that was on TV gassed his own people because he wanted to take a picture in front of a church with a Bible. <laughs> so yeah, I give it up to the the dude. He's he's got some big balls on him. Yep. Yep. Apparently, there's there's. I just watched the the CBS evening news from the United States because <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the the Canadian news, but they were talking about how like people were going down to the police department and getting their Kalishnikovs assigned and defending the Capitol. Wow. It's like, holy shit. Do you th- I mean, can you imagine that happening here? It's going to be all those idiot gun toters yep. who are going to step out and, you know, be all tough and all, and then get their heads blown off, well, which might not be bad. I was going to say, you know, I, you know, if we could spin it in some way that we get all those people onto a plane <laughs> and send them over there to help help secure Russia against the Ukrainians, that might be a solution to our problems. Well, I think you know, with with some ex presidents saying that they support Putin. I think mm-hmm. maybe we get all these gun-toting idiots to go fight for Russia and get taken out by the Ukrainians. I, I think it's time to lock people up. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is treason. It is people, really fucked up, People, man. what the hell are you doing? And you're just sitting there. And how you can support somebody that's ri- that like the rest of the world is being like, this is bad. This guy desert like this guy shouldn't be in power and our fucking idiots going, oh, no, he's a very smart man. It's like, well, you know, and the, the Chinese think he's good. So it's not that matters. It's just it, I, I don't understand what the conservatives are trying to conserve anymore, because everything that they're standing for now is what conservatives stood against 30 years ago. Hmm. Yeah. And so what what are what are they trying to be conservative of? Like it now it's all come down to the Bible and it's like okay, love thy neighbor? Like I don't Apparently not. I don't understand like none of it makes sense anymore. Yeah. It's all just a big clusterfuck. Mhm. And now that Putin is, has set out his nuclear group, it'll be his fine. His threat? Yeah. I I mean I, I'm hoping that by morning we find in find out that NATO forces have gone in and disabled all of their nukes, along with the hacking group that, that you know, so far has shut down Putin's personal website. Yeah, way to go. And I should and, and like like I'm not anti Russian people. Like the Russian people have no choice in this. Mm-hmm. It's the Russian government that's fucking this all up. Well, that's just it. And anything that's taken against Russia is going to affect the little people. Yeah. Yep. Because these people, you know, have solid gold toilets they can melt down. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's always a little weird when they're like, we're going to do all this stuff. And it's like, well, you're you're hurting innocent people that way, too. But it's that knee jerk reaction of anything Russian now is bad. Right. And it's like, OK, like there's all those reports of soccer teams not wanting to play Russian teams and it's mm-hmm. like okay we're we're blowing this all out of proportion like like getting Putin out is probably the top priority but you know who am I I'm just a little person <laughs> that's right Mr. Dinklage I live next to a nuclear uh, or a naval nuclear uh, weapon station oh no so when the bombs come I'm the first to go so it's fine well I mean it's better than getting the you know the nuclear disease and, and going blind and, and living painfully for the next three months or whatever yeah yeah it's like don't you want to just run into the blast zone and go all right I don't know, man. I'm an atheist. I'm not sure what's better. Because all those all those religious idiots that are running towards it, or at least are like, we're gonna go to heaven, and then I'm like, it just ends, man. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so you know, whatever. Oh, the world. Scary times. Yeah, I didn't really think that I'd ever see this in my lifetime, but you know. Well. 
no. I saw something today on Facebook where where somebody had posted. It's like, so I understand how like 50 Cent and Eminem at the Super Bowl was like the beginning of the tribute to the Gen Xers, but I really could have done without the Cold War. <laughs> yeah, man, this shit was supposed to be over. Yeah. What the hell? It's all it's all coming back. It's bell bottoms and fucking communism. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Frightening, but here we are. Oh, so in a uh, in happier news. Yes. The uh, Disney opened their six thousand dollar day and a half hotel. Uh huh. And invited all of the ass kissers. Okay, that's a better way of saying it than what I was going to say. Shills. Uh, the shills, yes. Who douchebags? Who gave it nothing but like rave reviews? Mm-hmm. And I don't understand. I've seen. What pictures. don't you understand? They were given a free six thousand dollar vacation, including alcohol oh. and a fifteen hundred dollar lightsaber, which is now going for four grand online. Oh, really? I didn't realize that that was part of the deal. Yeah, I did. I I saw the picture. Um, there was a picture of. Um, I guess when you're at the hotel, there's an excursion down to a planet, and the way that they get you there is they put you in a box truck. Yes. With no windows and yes. they ship you over and it's like, wow, imagine paying six grand to be put in a box truck. Yep. Wow. Well, um, okay. And then the way you get to the Starsh cruiser from the, the terminal is the same thing that takes you down under the ocean in the living seas. Oh, where it kind of vibrates and you see bubbles. Yes. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's not. Fancy looking elevator that doesn't go anywhere. Oh, nice. But the best part of it, I mean, have you seen the video of, of Ray igniting her lightsaber? No, I haven't. Oh, now I'm going to have to find that and send it to is... you because the, the lightsaber is very cool. She, she stands there, she poses, the lightsaber ignites, and then she bends over and puts it on the ground and picks up the stunt one. <laughs> And that's that's at the yes at, at the Star Cruiser. Yes. All right. Let me do a quick Google search here. A look at Ray igniting. Okay. It, all right. She's got Kylo Ren. Oh, that. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's the right video. Yep. Oh my God. Yep. Oh my so God. So pair that with the line dancing and the bingo game and i think that's easily seven thousand dollars right there what who thought that that was a good idea um i will tell you the name wendy anderson i will tell you the name scott trowbridge there's there's no better way to flip-flop that nope oh I'm just watching it on repeat and I'm my mind is blown. Yep, isn't it great? And uh, some of the vloggers have been cornering the imagineers going, "How can you justify this price?" And they've they've got a down pat answer that this isn't for everyone. Like, no, this isn't for anyone. It's not for Star Wars fans, that's for sure. Nope. You're a bunch of pompous assholes. So that's so the lightsaber that she has that ignites. Uh huh. That is an actual. I'm not going to say an actual lightsaber, but like like a extending blade from the hilt. Yes, yes, it is very delicate. Okay. Which is why she has to ditch it really fast. <laughs> it looks so stupid. Mm hmm. And pick it up. I mean, that should have been like a blackout moment or something. Or they're up on a raised, on a raised platform. Like, couldn't she like run around the platform somehow and somebody like swap out one for the other just so she doesn't have to put it down? I think. Like, that's just fucking retarded, man. Yeah. Hey, good stuff. Get your check back out. 
I mean, this tweet is from at blog underscore Mickey, which is blogmickey.com. Mm-hmm. Aren't they like one of the big like Disney sites? Yep. Well, they and, may not be invited back. And even that, and they're saying swapping out the real lightsaber. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, most of the shit that I saw was just praise, and it was like, come on. Because they all got there for free. They're not going to give a bad thing because they want to get asked back to the next thing. Well, and apparently the Tim Tracker was there. Oh, of course he was. But I thought his his relationship with Disney was fractured. I don't know. So how how they fucking, you know, how they were invited there just blows my mind. They're shills. They're shills. Well, yeah. And the real the real reviews are going to be coming out by, let's say, Thursday. Unless the real people go totally fuck it and they just start crashing it right away. Oh, so there's another angle of of Ray swapping out the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And I guess what happens in show is that Kylo pulls down a piece of the ship in the center. Yeah, and but she's it happens ducking. so fucking slow. But that's the cover. The cover is that she's ducking yes. for that. And that just yes. fucking looks terrible. Yep. That's even worse. Yeah, d- like like drop the lights, let that thing come out and have her swap it out without people really seeing. Yep. Or just let her enter and battle with it fully extended. And then you do a swap out at the very end before blackout where she extends it again. Right. Jesus. Yep. Wow. That's terrible. Yeah. But I'll tell you the people, the people online responding to the vloggers is just amazing because people have come to know that that vloggers and and the people on YouTube are are the shills and they're not fucking gonna sit there and be like oh everything that they say has got to be the truth. Well, you mean like like my favorite vlogger? Hello, friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's there. There's like three others that I randomly will see pop up in my YouTube feed. It's like you're all assholes. I hope you get fucking COVID from this. I hope you ate some bad shrimp. <laughs> but I mean, the, the, the responses are hilarious. There's one Twitter account, uh, Lizney, who says Chewbacca would have to fuck me to make it worth 6k a night. <laughs> My mom, upon learning about the cost of staying on the galactic star cruiser. Wow. There's uh, a there's a tweet here from a guy called Kevin Kevidently and he mm-hmm. says the more I see of Galactic Star Cruiser the more I love the look and deep immersion Star Wars isn't really my thing and it's too expensive but if they did Adventurers Club at this level I'd find 5 grand Sure <laughs> Uh at Steve is sensible says I've watched a couple of videos about galactic star cruiser, Disney's immersive star Wars themed hotel. And my biggest takeaway is that whatever they're paying the people who walk around wearing this, he's got a picture of the Rodian. Yeah. It isn't enough. <laughs> I'm betting it's minimum wage actually <laughs> like mm, you're not far off. Yeah. God, man, that is terrible. And it's sad because they're while the majority of the people will look at the the vloggers reviews and be like, you're full of shit. There are those stupid people that'll be like, we need to spend six grand. Of course. Per person. So I can be close to Ray. (sighs) Yep. (laughs) I, I, I got nothing else. I mean, this you're watching a, a, a paid advertisement is what you're watching. So take that with a grain of salt. But my, you got monkeys in the background. What the hell was that? Yeah, that's my kid. <laughs> um, what, what boggles my mind though is galaxy's edge is such an impressive experience. 
when you're not taking into like the story, when you just look at like the full size Millennium Falcon and like the mm-hmm. rides and shit like that, being a Star Wars fan, it's like being inside a Star Wars movie. Sure. And like, like when we walked through the the queue line for uh, Smuggler's Run, the attention to detail and the the dressing and all of the stuff that was placed everywhere was such was done so well. And then you look at this hotel and you're like, why didn't those people build this? Because that's that like, that's what blows my mind. Because a lot of the interactive stuff that's on the star cruiser was supposed to be in galaxy's edge for free. Okay. But they got greedy. Okay. So it's like, let's not make it a completely amazing experience for a day ticket. Let's make it so they want more. Hmm. You know, I want to go stand at the urinal next to Chewbacca. <laughs> see what see what he's packing. My God, he's got a Wookiee in his pants. <laughs> yeah, I... I know it's a money grab and like six grand for like a day and a half or whatever the fuck it is. Like I could never justify that expense. I mean, with, with the prices of Disney tickets going up, I priced it just for me and, and the wife and the kid, if we were going to go and spend a week there and it was like four grand and just tickets. Mm -hmm. And it was like, how does anybody afford this without going in the major debt? And they I don't. guess that's what they're doing. I guess they're just throwing it on credit cards and being like, well, we'll pay it off eventually. They they take out extra mortgages on the mobile home. I can't imagine, man. It's a fucking theme park. No, Chris, that's not what it's all about. <laughs> this is magic. <laughs> this is pure, unbottled magic. No, see, I've been to Universal and I've been into Diagon Alley and I've seen what like, like, Un uncompromising vision looks like for like uh, a themed area. Yeah, but J.K. Rowling wasn't a sellout. No, and that's that's the thing. Like, you know, it's not a stupid box truck that you get in that's painted like the the Hogwarts Express. You get in the Hogwarts Express, and there's a um, there's a screen that shows you the trip from london to hogsmeade Mm -hmm. and it's like wow okay this is really cool and really immersive and it's not like a box truck it's you know (laughs) but technically it's the same concept isn't it yeah but if you see the hogwarts express sitting there it doesn't look like a box truck with a space door on it well you don't see that it's a box truck (sighs) You have to buy into the magic, Chris. This is called LARPing. <laughs> this is what it's all about. Oh, is okay? this like Hawkeye now? Yes, this okay. is LARPing. <clears throat> you and Katniss Everdeen <laughs> rescuing the princess. Okay. I mean, if it was really immersive, then Disney would let you wear costumes. Well, this, they will let you wear costumes as long as you buy them. Well, no, I mean, if I, if I wanted to show up in a homemade Jedi outfit, they wouldn't let me in? Sure. No, they wouldn't. They would. I mean, they would. Yeah. Okay. Because they know that you're one of those suckers who's going to buy everything. You're going to get the special edition deck of Sabacc cards and, you know, you're going to go back and you're going to buy your own lightsaber. And well, I would just walk around trying to Jedi like mind trick everybody. And they'd walk up and, and be like, would you like to purchase this? No, I would not like to purchase this. And I wave my hand in front of their face. <laughs> This is not the wallet you're looking for. That's right. These are not the credits you're looking for. Yeah. And have you seen any pictures of the food? No, but I'll look it up. I, I would starve. Because it just... I I can't eat something the wrong color. <laughs> and there's these pictures of these blue shrimp. Oh. Oh. And I would just be vomiting. What the fuck? The, yeah, no. Uh-uh. Yep. 
I mean, I can't eat sh- shrimp anyway, so that would just be wrong for me. But <laughs> help yourself uh, to colorful fare from all over the galaxy, along with familiar favorites from your home planet. Start your day with a unique off-planet breakfast of hot and cold small plates and a variety of beverages, including juices, fresh brewed coffee, and Bubo Wamba Family Farms Blue Milk. Which is the same shit you can get at Galaxy's Edge. Right. Yeah, none of that looks appealing. No. Nope. I mean, no wonder the world is at war. (laughs) Because this is the attention span of people. Well, this is why the terrorists hate us. They're they're uh, yeah. living in poverty, and these and there are people here that are spending six thousand dollars a night, or for a day and a half at a fake fucking star cruiser. If it was done right, <laughs> it would be great. And we don't know. We are not going to know until next week when the people who really have spent six thousand dollars for this right will be sharing their. But do they thoughts. really care if you if you can spend six grand per person for this? You're going to love it, right? No, no, you don't think so? Well, you don't think you're going to force yourself into loving it? Hey, it's going to take a very special family who's willing to play along. And be the show. Because. This is not a $6,000 hotel stay. This is not like the the penthouse suite at the Ritz-Carlton where you've got in-room massages and all that kind of crap. This is a a two-day sensory overload where there's nowhere to escape. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's 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 no spa, there's no arcade, there's a tiny little bar. There's the one gift shop, so it's like you can't go grab a bag of Doritos. <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to test the limits of how far guests will go. Okay. And, you know, who knows? They, they may think it's amazing that these first few people through it think it's, you know, well worth the wait. And then next thing you know, it's on a... Uh, Bogo somewhere. Right. You know, what's that thing where you get the... Groupon? Groupon, that's it. I got a Groupon <laughs> for the Star Cruiser. So... It includes a two-for-one Mai Tai. <laughs> I mean, Mars Tai. <laughs> <laughs> There's a WDWmagazine.com was at the um, blogger thing. Okay. And... The the dude and his girlfriend, wife, whoever, are both dressed up. One is Han, one is Leia. And they're raving about the food and they're raving about everything. And there's a picture of, like, shooting down this dude who he's got this green drink in his hand. And, like, the guy next to him at the next table is dressed like Han Solo. And then Tim Tracker's next to him. And it's like, okay, I I can't believe that it's that good. We can only hope. We can only hope. When I win the lottery, we'll go. (laughs) (laughs) And you will drink your weight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I could think of a lot better things to do with six grand than this. Lots of people can. I'm sure Bob Chapek is just counting in his head. Oh. I, I bet he is naked in Scrooge McDuck's <laughs> vault right now, diving into the gold coins as they come in. Oh. It's like a lottery machine. It's like a a, a a slot machine when you hit the hit the jackpot. He's just laying there on his back and ding 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 ding. ding, ding. He's walking around with a, per- a permanent boner from all the fucking Star Cruiser. Every time somebody books a Star Cruiser thing. I mean, nothing, yeah. it, nothing looks appetizing there. 
it's an experience. You have to experience it. I guess. You you can't judge other people's <laughs> videos. No. Especially people don't know how to focus and, and shoot straight. And that's why I haven't watched any of the videos. Like I purposely yeah. stayed away from the videos because the people that got invited are there on Disney's request and none of it's gonna be none of it's gonna be bad mouthing them. No. And so I'm like I c I can't take that shit. I can't sit there for half an hour and watch that kind of stuff. I just think there's a way to do this in such a way that the average family could afford it. But now you got to pay 20 bucks to ride Remy's adventure. And <laughs> you know, so what's it matter? You know, you may as well go back to selling the, the you know, the ABCDE tickets. Right. And you know, an e-ticket is, is 20 bucks a ride on top of a $200 admission price. But that's what they're doing for the most part. It is. It's it's either it's it's either you pay the extra money to get on or you stand in line for 90 minutes or 6 hours. Or yeah, and like what people don't understand is that Disney can totally control those those times. Mm -hmm. Like they shut off certain things to, to to build those lines up to so that you'll be like, "Well, maybe we should spend the extra money." Right. Like they're not There are times I've been in those parks where it's like there's hardly anybody here. Why is the line 120 minutes? And it's because they sent a bunch of people home. Right. Exactly. So they're 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 causing those lines to happen, and a lot oh, of people don't yeah. fucking get that. Well, that was like the opening day of the Hagrid's coaster over at Universal Studios, where they had like a 14-hour line. Yeah. And the executives were like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" <laughs> it's like, no, it's not, you asshole. If you had doubled the number of vehicles out there and the people working, you would have had, you know, a two hour line. Right. Exactly. And then those people who were trapped for 14 hours would go buy a fucking burger. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I don't I don't get Disney anymore. I don't get any of the theme parks anymore. No, it's kind of crazy. It's crazy. Well, if you ever win the lottery and we do go, we'll, we will be absolutely honest about everything. That's right. We will sit there and give you the, the straight up skinny on it because we're not trying to get in anybody's good graces. No. And I will buy us two of those propane <laughs> lightsabers to take with us. Okay. <laughs> that are legitimate lightsabers. Back up. <laughs> yeah. Go up to, hey, kid, you want to see Ray run? Watch this. <laughs> want to see something cool? <laughs> well, I will say that the new Ray that they have at Galaxy's Edge at least looks like Daisy Ridley now. Hmm. Depends on the day of the week. Well, it does, but I mean, Some the one she's Chinese. The one that I saw pictures of was really good. Yeah. So you just got to hope that she's working the day that you go. Can you call ahead? Yeah. We'd like the good ray. Which, is the good ray working? Which ray is working, please? No? Yes. Okay, never mind. Yeah. We don't want the crappy ray. We want the good ray. You know What's how much money I paid to get in here? I will get the good ray, damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's like going to Macy's and asking for the good Santa. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, yeah. But what else is going on? Oh, uh... Not too much. No? no. I actually watched all of Peacemaker. Did you? I I have a new respect for John Cena as an actor. I'm telling you, it's it's a very weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. He did a really good job, complete with all the camp and stuff, because, I mean, let's face it, the guy looks like a Simpsons character. Yes. <laughs> yes. He is not the look, the, the, the leading man look. Right. Um... But for a campy superhero who is living in his own world, mm -hmm. it works. Yeah. And the the tone of the show and the cast and everything ju just kind of gels together and works. Yep. <clears throat> and it is a testament to um, to James Gunn that if you give a filmmaker 
the vision to to complete what he's got in his head and you mm-hmm. you let him do it. You have an entertaining show. There's no there's no episodes that drag. There's no like you know what is it six or eight episodes whatever it is eight episodes it's eight episodes so it just it's packed to front to back and like it tells a story and it tells it well and that's all you can really ask at this point yeah i mean it's a good story the whole butterfly thing Mm -hmm. um it just well done (laughs) um that that freaky ass opening dance number <laughs> you just can't stop watching it no and <laughs> and that was one of the things that james gunn said was he wanted to make an opening an opening credits um thing that you wouldn't skip mm-hmm. that you would sit there and pay attention to and it is really hard to like not like get into the song as it's going uh-huh. and, as the, and they're dancing and yeah it's it's they have everybody from there like robert patrick's out there trying to dance and yeah it's it's a lot of fun it is mm-hmm. yeah it was so well done i and the way that i mean i i thought there were going to be actors who were just throwaways you know, like the whole FBI team, it's like, oh, well, they're killed. And it's like, no, they're not. <laughs> Everybody comes back. Yep. It's like, OK. Yep. And, uh, and yeah. so we're going to spoil we're going to spoil the ending here. But what did you feel about the, the cameos at the, on the in the final episode? I thought they were ballsy. <laughs> I thought they worked. I thought, you know, it was kind of like, where the hell have you guys been? <laughs> yeah. So so so. Like I said, we're going to spoil this, but there's a there's a comment made. I think it's in the last episode of um, one of the characters turns out to be Amanda Waller's daughter. Yes. And so she calls her mother and says, send the Justice League in a throwaway line. Mm-hmm. And so at the end, after the battle is over, they're carrying one of their hurt members back. And who shows up? The Justice League. Right. And it's all in shadow. And I was like, okay, I see what they're going to do. But. And so, like, you know, this is the DCEU. This is like, like a show on HBO Max. So, like, really what's going to happen here? And so they go walking past the team and, and John Cena yells like something like, you're late, you dickheads. And as he's walking past Aquaman, who's still got his back to the camera, he says, go fuck another fish. And Aquaman turns around and lo and behold, it's Jason Momoa. Yep. And I was like, holy shit. Like they literally got Jason Momoa for this. And then he's like, I hate that story. It's not fucking true. And the camera (laughs) whips around and there's Ezra Miller. Right. And it's like, and he says, I'm like, no, it's true. And it's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And so apparently um, James Gunn and Jason Momoa have been friends for a long time. Okay. And he called up Momoa when they were writing the ending and said, would you, would you consider being in this? And he said, yeah, I would absolutely love it if we can work out like the schedule and whatever. And, and so they were like, fine. And so it was going to be everybody else in shadow and just Jason Momoa. And mm-hmm. then I guess, um, James Gunn had heard through the grapevine that Ezra Miller was a huge fan of his work and okay. wanted to meet him. And so James Gunn was like, would you consider being in this little cameo? And mm-hmm. Ezra Miller was in the flash TV right. show. So he was all for it. He was like, hell yeah, let's do it. And apparently um, Marvel the Marvel crew that was shooting guardians of the galaxy shot the Ezra Miller stuff. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Because the, the headline in the article was like Marvel, Marvel actually shot something for a DC TV show. Hmm. And so what, I guess what had happened was the guy that plays Mern, the, the black guy that was like the head of the team is going to be in guardians of the galaxy three. Okay. And he had to shoot a, I guess a an audition reel for Marvel. Okay. Um, so they shot it on when they were making Peacemaker. 
And so Marvel owed DC some kind of like shoot and like, okay, I, I guess the way that works is like, I guess normally Marvel would have sent a crew to shoot the test footage. Yeah. And so James Gunn said, well, I already got a crew here. I'll shoot it, but in, I may need you to do something for me later on. And Marvel said, fine, that's, we can work that out. So that's how they got Ezra Miller. He shot in a field by himself and then they just digitally put him with the rest of the team. Right. So it's, it's, it's interesting that James Gunn has the power to bring kind of Marvel and DC together. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's really well done. It's, it's campy and adults and violent, but it's, so worth watching if you like superhero stuff Mm -hmm. and like more adult superhero stuff. I mean, I would kind of put it on, on par with like invincible. Yeah. Even though invincible was like a cartoon, I think it still carries the weight of that. Okay. So, um, the boys is, is another one that I'd kind of compare it to. Um, you know, it's, it's camp, but it's violent and it's, you know, but the violence didn't bother me. No, it, nothing was too gross that I like had to look away from it. Okay. So I don't know, maybe I'm just getting numb in my old age, <laughs> but I do have to say what was with the naked chick with the crew cut and the tattoos and the bag over her head. <laughs> oh, 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 the, one of the white dragons. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a little weird. I was like, what is this? What? There's a couple of times. Because at first I looked at it, I go, is that Robert Patrick <laughs> sitting there naked? What? <laughs> There's So I thought you were talking about the girl that he bangs in the first episode. Oh, no. <laughs> who turns out to be a butterfly. Right. And so, like, like he's fucking her doggy style in the, in the bathroom. And you're like, okay, that's that's a little out there, but okay. But then, yeah, like uh, five episodes later, Peacemaker's dad is banging a white supremacy chick, right? And she's walking around naked with a bag on her head, and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. Well, that's different. <laughs> but that's that's what you can do if you're on HBO. Like, mm-hmm. for as much as we've ragged on like the Batgirl movie that's coming they're making that for HBO max. Right. And so I kind of feel like they can kind of push the limits and do whatever the hell they want. Oh, but I just want to see the purple, the purple bicycle motorcycle with the ball (laughs) fringe on it. And I wanted to go into her closet and sit at her little vanity table and the wall flips around and she's outside (laughs) on the motorcycle. I just wanted, I mean, they got to do it. They got to do it. Well, I'm sure they could. But I don't think that they have to shy away from like, like if they want to get violent or they want to like throw shit in there that might be a little out there. I think HBO has has said like we're going to let them do whatever the hell they want as far as like and James Gunn's coming back to do the second season of Peacemaker. So, you know, there's now a precedent for this kind of stuff on there. So hopefully everybody else coming in will just take it for what it is and be like, let's try to do anything we want. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So did you like, did you like binge that whole thing? I was going to break it up over three days. Yeah. But by day two, I just had to watch it all the way through. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. It's uh, yeah, it was, it was well done. The pacing was great. <laughs> I, I was, I was, pleasantly surprised yeah I figured you'd like it I mean yeah we've talked about enough types of shows on here that like when I watched it I was like I know I know out out of my friends who's gonna find this really like well done and who's probably Mm -hmm. not gonna want to watch it right like my wife is a huge Jason Momoa fan so she didn't want to watch Peacemaker, but after the finale, I said, okay, I know you don't want to watch this, but you need to at least watch this one scene. Mm. And she thought it was great. She let, let like, you know, it's not, it's not the Aquaman that, you know, it's a cursing Aquaman. Right. So it's a little different, but like 
the fact that he like any of them are open to come in and like this just kind of opens the door too for like other DC people. Oh yeah. To step back and be like, can I do a cameo? Mm hmm. So yeah, I'm kind of excited to see what season two will bring. So what else have you been watching in your quarantine? Uh, well, not much. No. Um, I did find this really bizarre show, and I thought it was like a Canadian show called Future Man, which I guess ran... On Hulu, right? Is that what it was? Yeah. Uh, I've uh, never seen it, and I don't remember hearing about it. What's his name? Josh Hutcherson? Is that the yes. dude that was in it? Yeah, that was yeah. on Hulu. Okay. That was one of the first Hulu originals that they tried to push. Okay. And it worked like it, it got a lot of word of mouth for the first like half a season. Yeah. And then it just kind of went away. Okay. So I don't think it really ever. Well, caught it on. did four episodes, four seasons. Four, Three yeah. Seasons. But Three I, seasons. I think it was Hulu being like, we're just going to keep making these. Like we can't say that we failed. Hmm. So. Yeah, I only watched a few of them because, like I said, I wasn't sure where it originated. Yeah. Because then all of a sudden Seth Rogen is there. and <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that was one of his first um, forays into, like, producing a television series. Mm -hmm. Yep. It was interesting. Yeah, it didn't. I, I watched the first couple episodes. I never really got into it. Okay. I I just like the fact that he um Josh Hutcherson Hutcherson is mistaken for a superhero by Tiger and was it Tiger and Wolf? Something like that, yeah. Um and gets recruited to to fight in this, you know, future war. And um they like jump through time and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the first episode I saw was um I don't even know what the name of the of the show was, but um, oh, there it is. The uh, they compete in the decathlon. Okay. Where it's kind of a Groundhog Day, so every day, you know, it's Tiger and Wolf who are these two kind of badasses, and then it's Josh Hutcherson who's trying to convince them not to do it because you know he's just going to get killed again, <laughs> and they're being led into a big arena or something in, in like an elevator and you know the door opens and then immediately something happens that Josh Hutcherson dies <laughs> you know like a spear goes through his chest and then the next thing you do is you see that he's in a big back to tank that's <laughs> <laughs> like okay that's kind of funny um, I don't think it's something I need to like go all the way through but no you're not going to finish it nah wow. nah it's just alright it's wow. all right. I'm okay. still trying to find my way around Canadian TV. Oh, is it weird? It's weird. Well, it's like you think like the first few channels are going to be like your major networks. Right. Um, oh, but there's one. <laughs> oh. The, the CBC. And it's like, oh, okay. So do they, you know, what night is the rookie on? And, <laughs> you know, that kind of weird shit. It's like, oh, it's all the way up here on channel 29. Oh. <laughs> So, yeah, kind of weird. But it was interesting, you know. Something I have on in the background. There you go. Just, you know, listening. As the wind howls outside. <laughs> the snow is blowing. There you go. Last night was exciting. I had to go to, to Home Depot to pick something up. They have Home Depots in Canada? A. 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 It's Home A Depot. Home A. Yes. <laughs> um... But here you drive on the trolley tracks, which I thought was kind of weird. Drive on the trolley tracks? Yeah. Okay. Because they have trolleys up here. Yeah. And it's like the center lane of the of the road. I'm like, yeah, but how do you know which way the trolley's going to be coming? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was kind of fun. Do you have to, do, did you have to, like, swap your money for Canadian money? I haven't yet. I've just no. been using the card. Oh. 
because it's really weird when you go to the grocery store and you spend like 150 bucks on like a bag of groceries yeah. and then you realize it's only like 75 <laughs> like oh okay yeah that weird shit you know is the home depot different there or is it the same shit oh it's more or less the same shit yeah I did go to the grocery store called Loblaws. I saw a picture of that. Bob Loblaws blah. Bob Loblaws. Bob Loblaws. <laughs> did you ever watch the rest of development? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Tribute to Scott Bayo. <laughs> but it was a really nice grocery store. It was like a Whole Foods. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. How's the uh, how's the Canadian? Um, response to covid like are a lot of people wearing masks or does it seem like it's not oh yeah you still have to wear masks inside okay um we talked a little bit about my experience getting into the country last week yeah so um yeah right now we were doing three days a week of testing but i think next week we only have to do one okay so it seems to be loosening up, but you know, damn, wearing a face mask out in the freezing cold. It's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's definitely when it's cold out, like there's, yeah. there's definitely nothing wrong with that. Yep. But I was just wondering if they were taking it like actually seriously, but it sounds like, Oh yeah. It's the same thing as if has like New York and LA where you've got to show your, your vaccine card to get into like restaurants and stuff. You have like like a little like some custom like did you make a custom holder that holds like your your um your vaccine I, card and your um your passport? Well, Chris, this is this is the new millennia. See, oh, it's all online. We, it's all online. Oh. It's all on apps. Oh. So I've got the California app and I've got the New York City app, and then I've got I applied for the Canadian app a month ago and I still haven't gotten my QR code. So. Oh. Then I have the hard copy of my card, and then I have an additional copy of a printout of all of my vaccines, just in case. Okay. You know, I'm well prepared. Okay. Just wonder. Yep. I'm really surprised that they don't do, like, online passports now. Um, I... Uh, I, I see it coming. Yeah. I mean, especially because, like, I've got TSA pre-check. Yeah. And it's like, all your information's right there, so why do I need to carry something with me? You know, you can have a barcode or a QR code on your phone to put into the customs computer and... Yeah, because I don't have my my passport and I, I would like to get mine. And so Why? Going somewhere? I'd like to travel once all this shit's really? over. Yeah. Yeah? I hear Ukraine's really nice. Hey, as long as as long as you know there's no fight, and I'd go. <laughs> Looks like a pretty Whip. country. <laughs> um, but like I was online and I was filling all the stuff out, and then it's like, okay, now you have to print all this shit out, and you have to take it with you to the post office. Right. And it's like, why can't we just do it all online? Mm-hmm. Why can't I upload a picture of myself, like in an official? passport app or whatever right that you can verify my identity yeah and then that just all goes and we can i'll pay you the 80 bucks or whatever it is 160 bucks whatever the fuck it is and you can we can just do it and it can be back in no time i i don't understand why we have to make things so complex oh because that's where we are today i guess because Jim Bob and the fucking trailer park can't figure out how to work a phone. <laughs> and everybody's got to be on the same level. Yep. I don't know. It just it it's always a little backwards for me. Cuz then I got to take off of work and I got to go down to the post office and like they only do passport things on certain days and like an hour on like every other Thursday or something. So then you got to plan that shit out. Well, I mean, you know, the next step is you get a little chip implanted in the back of your neck. And then when you go through the door, it's automatically red. Because, you know, isn't that where we're headed? 
Yeah, I mean, as long as there's not a little explosive attached to it, I mean, I no? might be okay with that. I don't know. I think that might help some people. <laughs> Everybody becomes no. a Suicide Squad? Yes. Look, we can just blow your head off anyway, so just you're going to do this thing now. And then, right. then you get, like, people being blackmailed into, like, robbing banks because they would figure out the codes to the explosive in your neck. Right. And they'd be like, look, we either blow your head off and your your whole family's head off or you walk in there with a gun. Which would you mm -hmm. like? I think it'd be much easier to, to keep people under control. <laughs> but we're about freedom in this country, John. Well, you know, according to some of those GOP senators, we need to be liberated, just like the Ukraine. Canada and the U.S. need to be liberated. Uh, liberated from who? Liberated from what? From the libs. That's why they call it liberation, Chris. Oh. Liberation. Okay. That's what it takes. Okay. No. I mean, the Republicans are back in fucking communism so I don't understand what they think that they're liberating wish I knew mm -hmm. <laughs> you're not going to find out no nope so did you ever watch any of the Star Trek Discovery show that's on Paramount Plus no no so not that I've ever been a member of Paramount Plus, but I've seen all of Star Trek Discovery. Okay. In one way or another. <clears throat> and um, I'm really getting tired of the new style of storytelling that a lot, it seems like a lot of science fiction is work is now working in. And I'm really hoping that things when come back like the Orville don't take this same approach mm. but there seems to be this thing on Star Trek now that um, in Star Trek so unlike say Star Trek The Next Generation where every kind of episode was kind of a, a story into itself okay Star Trek Discovery has an overarching storyline a 12 episode story that they're telling but as to where in the next generation the episode would have started out with the captain's log right. and and Picard would have said we're on our way to the Great Barrier and we're going to try to make contact with this species that's killing half of the, the half of our galaxy in an effort to save lives they have taken that captain's log and spread it into five hour long episodes oh and so this last week they the crew of the discovery are have to get through the galactic barrier to get to these to make first contact with this new species and i thought we were going to get to the barrier get through it and on to the actual story they spent 55 minutes trying to get through the barrier oh and i was at the end, I was like, there's only one episode left, but I don't know if I can watch it. Hmm. Like the entire season has been this. The entire season has been what would have been two minute scenes with um, Picard and Riker in the ready room turns into an episode and a half of people standing around weighing all of the pros and cons of this decision. And it's like, I don't, I, I don't like this way of storytelling. And there's this whole, there's this whole undercurrent this season um, because it was shot during the pandemic. And so the writers have put in um, this whole B plot about mental health and being stuck in a situation you have no control over and how that affects people. And I appreciate the thought of the message, but that's not why I watch Star Trek. I watch Star Trek to escape reality and to <laughs> be entertained for an hour. Okay. And it, uh, th 
a lot of a lot of things that I see these days is this is the way they're going. Oh, we we've got twelve hours to tell this, and we're going to use all twelve, wh- whether it's painful or not. And it's like, wh- can't you just make less episodes that are better? You know, I'm gone or is the days where I was like, no, I want twenty two episodes of something. Now I'm like, give me six and make them good, so I don't have to sit through this kind of shit. But Star Trek Discovery in particular is really painful right now. And I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the main chick. Um, so what's her name? She was on Walking Jane? Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sonequa Green. Yeah. Is that her? Yeah. Everything is like she's the captain of the starship, but every decision she makes is full of emotion. And mm. she's in tears most of the time that she's got to make these decisions. And it's like Kirk and Spock and and um, Picard and all these people would not be this emotional over like flying to the Great Barrier or whatever. Yeah. But like everything is this chore and it's like, oh, OK. But there's only one episode left, so I'm going to have to sit through it. And then Picard season two starts. Mm. So maybe that'll be better. But maybe not. Interesting. So, yeah. Maybe I'm just getting pickier in my old age. I could see that. My time is precious and I don't want to waste it on stupid stuff. Well, there's so little left. (laughs) Shut up. So, you know. (laughs) Don't remind me. I mean, before you know it, you know, we'll be doing a tribute to you at the Super Bowl. (laughs) Some of your favorite acts, hair bands of the 90s coming back. Wait, why are are the hair bands of the 80s outliving me? Well, because I've seen those pictures. What pictures? Oh, you know, the pictures. What have you seen? <laughs> that's that, a picture of you dressed as Frodo. Who have you been talking to? At the movie oh. theater. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I think I've aged pretty well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've aged better than some. You have. <clears throat> Look, I've seen pictures of people that I went to high school with that I'm like, what the fuck happened to them? We're the same age. And it's like, oh, I didn't drink and party in high school and college. <laughs> That's what happened to these people. Yes. <clears throat> so, you know. And they still drink and party, so. Yeah, and I don't. Actually, I never did. You never did, so. Yeah. Well, you get that going for you. Got all those brain cells that I haven't killed. And that should count for something, right? I suppose. A little bit? A little bit. Okay. I mean, I would like to think that I'm doing better than some people. <clears throat> That's for sure. Few people. Bunch of people we know. <laughs> it's always a it's always a good sign, and you can see growth. Mm-hmm. Oh man. All right. Well, I know you're tired, and I know that you've been working a lot but did you have anything else for this week uh no no i think i'm i think oh you know we didn't talk uh, celebrity deaths this week oh who died the original hot lips from mash oh yeah she sally did. kellerman yeah and she was in um um back to school with rodney dangerfield and license to drive moving violations moving violations that's it with, yep. with bill murray's brother and Stacy Keach and a very young um, James Keach I think it was James Keach and a very young um, uh, Jennifer Tilly yep so yeah blood flows right on the highway yep R.I.P. Sally Kellerman yeah it's always it's always interesting because a lot of these celebrities you haven't heard from in a long time 
And so when they die, you're like, oh, well, that's sad. But I didn't realize that she was still alive. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. It's definitely one of those like, oh, <laughs> oh, OK. You know, it's not like Betty White where you're like, oh, Betty White. It's like, oh, damn, this woman was still alive. Yeah. Well, Marla Gibbs is now 90. Oh, shit. I yeah. saw I saw a thing on Reddit the other day yeah. that was some NBC special where um, I guess it was like end of summer and they were having this like one hour thing of like upcoming season on NBC yeah. and it was a big sing along. And so it starts out with Nell Carter singing and hands it off to Marla Gibbs. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was old. And, yeah, I have, I have that on video. Um, oh God. <laughs> yeah. So like, like then B. Arthur shows up. Yep. And yep. she's singing, and then like Alfonso Ribeiro is there, and uh-huh. it's like holy shit. Okay, I remember when they did this kind of stuff. Yep. Can you imagine that today? <laughs> I mean, can you just imagine? I don't even know who they would get who'd have such little self-esteem to do it. It would be the Kardashians. Uh, it would be the Kardashians singing about no. like shit that's One, going on in their lives. No. I think we should box up the Kardashians and send them to the Ukraine. There you go. That's my secret weapon. There you go. They'll give them all lip injections. <laughs> so were you, did you... Were you able to watch Saturday Night Live where you are last night? Did I you see did the, not. Oh no? I didn't even realize it was a new episode last night or else I would have stayed up. The opening with the choir singing the Ukraine National Anthem? Mm-hmm. Oh. So sad. We want you to know that we support you, not in any good way, but we're thinking yeah. about you. We're going to light up the stat, the um, the Empire State Building in the colors of the yellow, Ukraine. Yellow and blue, yeah. Okay, that's really going to help. People yep. over there dying, but you know, as long as we feel good about ourselves, it's all that matters. It's the other side of the world, Chris. <laughs> nowhere near us. It's nowhere near us. It doesn't affect us at all. Yeah, until Chernobyl blows up. We still got time. <laughs> we got a a good six or seven days. <laughs> okay. You know, let's make the most of it. Okay. <sighs> we'll go have a raid a a a boarding party on the galactic star Coaster. there you go i'll be driving down to orlando in our tank in your tank yeah <laughs> driving over cars <laughs> out of the way there you go we're on our way to ukraine <laughs> in florida yeah <laughs> oh, yep good times. There, oh there you have it there there it is all right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. I made a vow of peace. No matter how many people I have to kill to get it. <laughs>